0: Alright, troops, and welcome to another episode of the Flip the Mindset podcast, a platform of hope for people struggling with the pressures of modern day society. Today's podcast is proudly sponsored by ONB Consulting. ONB Consulting specialise in saving businesses time, effort, and money and help by account managing their card machine services, phone and broadband, water utilities, and insurances. We help reduce costs and deliver on customer service. Our tagline is ONB cutting through the noise. (laughs) I love that. Get them on www.onbconsulting.co.uk. Catch them on Instagram at ONB Consulting and catch them on Facebook at ONB Consulting. Again, proudly sponsored by ONB Consulting. Enjoy please subscribe and don't forget to ring that little bell. What is happening guys and welcome to another episode of the Flip the Mindset podcast. This is episode 24 and we're here with the fantastic Christopher Duncan. Chris (laughs) Duncan, Chrissy, Duncan. Chris, aye, just Chris. The Problem. The Problem, (laughs) aye, everybody calls me The Problem, aye. A.k.a. The Problem, I love that name, it's like a punisher.
1: Aye, definitely man, it's just because I'm definitely a problem when it comes to going in the cage and... And getting fights as well, nobody wants to fight me, so that's mm-hmm. what I say.
0: What is the, the, how did the problem come about? Did you make just, it up? The No, is? it was
1: actually my, my manager, my ex-manager, I had a manager before this and you know, he was struggling to get me fights because obviously, I, like, people didn't want to get knocked out eh? mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, he gave me the name, the problem and it's just kind of stuck, you know. Uh, I, I didn't have a name before and then obviously I was looking for one and
0: this just came across and... The ones you didn't look for end up with the ones that sticky. Eh? I, lo- I love the, the cockiness and arrogance of every fighter you meet, man. Aye. It just reaps at them. It's like a second language. Aye. That guy doesn't know why to get smashed. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, no, he doesn't want to get smashed either. No, and then you no. go, to the, you go, to, you go and talk to that guy, and he's like, ah, he's, he's a pussy." <laughs> you know what I <laughs> mean? And you, it just swings, man. Like you ah, see, like definitely. Tyson, like uh, Modern no, Warfare, eh? Tyson Fury must drop a dig in every video he does online to oh, someone
1: definitely i yeah, definitely really? it's just he's always trying to get a step ahead of See everybody that mindset
0: that motto that you've got there that that kind of mindset mode it does intimidate people you know what i oh, mean oh
1: definitely yes you need to get mate
0: when it comes to fighting it's so
1: primal way eh? it's like somebody's mm-hmm. either got it or they don't mm-hmm. and um the thing with fighting that you need to have a switch you know i need to go home to my baby now you know and stuff like that so you need to have that switch you need to to be totally honest with you, to be a fighter, you need to be a little bit fucking mental and just like not mental isn't like, uh, but like just really know when to flip, be nasty, be good, be nasty, be good, but then being able to keep a level head as well is very
0: important. Eh? How do you do that? So you've just had a, a, a wee baba, which is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. How do you how do you flip that switch? So you 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 leave us tonight. You've just came through the hit squad, yeah. you know, you've just trained, probably bashed a few people's faces <laughs> in, and then you have to go home to your missus and your wee uh, Well,
1: I don't know, I think it kind of comes second nature to me, you know, like, um, obviously, over the years of sparring and stuff like that, don't get me wrong, you know, frustration and um, and stuff like that takes a big part of it, you know, you I would go home before, maybe, no happy with my performance in mm-hmm. sparring, and then, like, you know, have to, like, Maybe my girlfriend gets in the neck and then I need to realise, you know, like that's not the way it should be. So um
0: I hope she doesn't she, I hope she doesn't get like a fucking she's a red, in the name she's, a, she's
1: a redhead, so she's fiery, So I need to watch myself put on the guillotine <laughs> Get my hands man. up, get my hands up. But um I saw so that the frustration, you know, and it it comes down to problem solving as well. Uh-huh. Um and you know, like, right, why am why did I end up in that situation and let's not get put in that again so you know it's it's been a long old process and it's not been like overnight but over the years you've definitely developed i, th- I feel it's actually developed me into a better person a kinder person as well because mm. not everybody you know needs to be nasty when it comes to fighting you know everybody sees that persona about conor mcgregor and you know you don't need to be like i'm a big softy man i'm a- i was watching a a Netflix programme with babies on it, man. And I was crying. I was like, what's going on here? Oh, yeah, it? Was it Boss Baby? Uh, no, it was called... Uh, babies, it was called. Just babies. Really? It was like a documentary. And it was just kids getting born
0: and all these happy things. Happen. I, I like a good happy cry. It's brilliant. So let's begin with the the great news. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're, go, you're going across to the UFC and the Contender Series. Yeah, yeah. What's happening? How did it come about? How does it even work? I'm not too... Sure of how it works, you know. I love my UFC, but I'm not too sure on how it works. Um, how are you feeling about it was happening? Well,
1: it came all came about, you know. Obviously through COVID and stuff like that, there was not a lot of fights going on. So, you know, this kind of was like unfolded very slowly. So, uh, it's not really. I've not really had time to really think about it, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it's came upon us now, um, and you know, like I've just got to take it in full swing. Um, I'm just really looking forward to getting in there. But like Catender series, you know, everybody thinks now, like, you know, I've put that, that banner down as the UFC. I'm not there yet, eh? I've got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an apprenticeship if you like, you know, you've got to go in there. My my style fits really well with it. Knockouts, finishes, so this is like an apprenticeship. You go in, you show Dana White, you show Sean Shelby exactly what you're up for. Um, and you just gotta go in there hands up, chin down, and just go for it. Eh? So, it really fits in the style of my fight. And from there as well with the contender Series, they build you, they market you, they make you into their kind of prodigy, if mm-hmm. you like, you know, they build you, they like Sugar Sean O'Malley, you know, you've yeah. seen him, all that sort of stuff. So, this is a really good opportunity for me to to go and show everybody and especially show everybody back home what I've been doing, you know, because mm-hmm. people see all the good times in, like on my Instagram and that's the thing with social media and that's all good and positive, but, um, there's been some some dark times, especially in the COVID and that. You know, I I want to fight all the time. Like I want to fight four times. Was been signed to Beltor as well. You know, I thought that was me. You know, cash in. You know, it's but now now I need to really focus on getting to the UFC, getting that contract, and then like just fight, fight, fight. Get some money in and be stable, eh? Not have to worry about buying pants and socks myself, do you know what I mean? (laughs) 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 It's brutal, eh? Pants and
0: socks for the babies now, uh, uh, man. Exactly, nappies. nappies.
1: nappies. You know, I'll put her first, I'll buy her nappies. eh? I don't (laughs) know what's shit in the carpet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's a huge journey for you, huge opportunity, huge journey. You're talking about being potentially, if you go in and, uh, which I'm sure you're going to do, if you go in and um, spark the lights out and, and set the ring on fire, man, you're an overnight superstar. Exactly, man. Well,
1: just, you know, I put up a post on my Instagram and just, like, over the last month and a half, you know, I've gained nearly a 1,000 followers just because I put that wee label beside me. Wow. And that's before they've even started to push me as mm-hmm. as part of their business. Yeah. So I'm on the cusp. Um, I've I've quit my job. I've not quit my job, but I've stopped doing clients all the way up to the fight now because mm-hmm. when I leave no stone unturned, you know, I don't want to give myself any excuses, you know, whether whether I will get this contract, but whether I do or I don't, I would rather say I didn't get it because I didn't, uh, it was just because I didn't get it, yeah. not because I didn't, I was at work and all that yeah. sort of stuff, you know, so.
0: You want to give it the th- all, that's class, mindset yeah. mode, man, mindset mode. You're a personal trainer like me, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how's that been? Because for me, very hard during lockdown, you know, I was, mate. I was bottom of the barrel struggling all oh, my mate, savings it's went.
1: Not, it's my me too. I just, you know, like, the, the the government, you know, they'd say, Oh, we'll help you here and we'll give you four grand there and give you this and give you that. It's not enough. Brutal. Oh, you know, mate, you, you know, you've put all this stuff in in place, you know, and then obviously in lockdown that we were like, oh we're coming out of lockdown. And then my missus was like, right, we'll try for a the baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we went on no, lockdown, and I was like, Oh man. The second lockdown, you know, I just had to just had to do it. I just had to go oh, outside okay. and PT people and I was fortunate enough that some of my clients would come back but um no fights so I wasn't getting my my main source of income yeah yeah, yeah. um you know be, being a PT isn't being easy you know you sometimes as well it's not you're not, not just training somebody physically you know you're, you're almost like helping them with their battles at home themselves yeah. you know they sometimes come in even just for a chat mm-hmm. and that's it's, it's very important that you keep be, being positive with them you can't hit all your troubles at them too it's, yeah. it's a tough tough game man you've
0: to be mindset chip up there for them you know you're getting oh, through their journey, and then a lot of the times a PTs, they've made it a turn to set for the missus You don't want to take your <laughs> shit home to the missus every night, especially if she's no, pregnant no. or or like me. We, we had a lockdown baby, so ah, yeah, you know yeah. going through that, and I'm like, ah, how am I going to provide for my for my son? I'm beating myself up. Should I just go do this now? Like, stick my guns. You're trying the online stuff. We all tried that, didn't me? I'm not oh. good at that. I can't have an effect on <laughs> yeah, people online. Yeah, you
1: end up. where uh, you, you seem like a personal guy. You like to get in and like do uh, stuff, you know. But personal training, it's in the name, like. Mm-hmm. Who really wants to have an online? I, uh,
0: really, I can't I, idea. I think it's just a money-making way to get money off people. I really well, do.
1: that's the thing, you know. It's no personalised. Yeah. I don't feel. Do you, you not know,
0: feel? I feel like a lot of the trainers that are really good online don't even have a personality because when they do it in real life, they're just not. It's just no, exactly. I,
1: you get the odd one, you know, but like, hats off to them. They manage to do it, but you know, it's in the name, personal training. You know, you want some in. the end and yeah, of like. I, I train well. I'm a good, I'm a good. Like I'm very focused, but yeah. it's definitely easier when my coaches there, yeah. shouting in my ear, you know, telling me what to do, you know, get get a head down, come on, do this, do this, come on, push, push, push. You know, it it, it certainly helps there. Eh? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the online thing was just not an option for me. Eh? I just didn't know what to do it. I just, you know, I, I didn't have the building blocks to start off with. You know, and um, if that's if that's what people want, and they want it, but it's just not for me. Eh? Yeah,
0: same. So. <laughs> it's exciting times for you man it's exciting it's, it's, everyone around you like myself as well we're, we're so happy for you to see it happening you're so humble on your stories and all that you, you, you work hard you you give your followers a wee bit of personal stuff about you do you know what I mean like oh, get aye. home and your wee videos and all that and, and we <laughs> we love that we love following that because it shows you the, the, the man behind the knockouts or aye. if it's if if you're a women fighter, the women behind the knockouts and stuff like that, because in the ring we just know you as a as a knockout master, um a good fighter, and, and this is this is you in the cusp of your dream. And you're doing that at the end of a lockdown. In the yeah. hardest kind of era we've been in, you know, in years. So hats off to you, man. The build up to your 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 fight, you've decided to go and train at Hit Squad. Yep, um, I trained at Hit Squad with Bungy. Did you? Um, he's brilliant. He's, he's He's a pure. He's just crazy. He's just. He's just. Uh, he's fierce. You see it in his eyes, don't you? You just, just a true Glasgow
1: man. Eh? I, just, I, that's
0: that's how he is, man. A true Glasgow warrior. What made you choose to go and train at Hit Squad with uh, with Bungy and Paul and? I've just I've,
1: over the years, you know, we developed a friendship through the shows and stuff like that. We've always helped each other out, like prior shows, you know, like if he's fighting, I'll go and help him, you know, it's just a kind of mutual thing, you know, in Scotland, we're such a small community, and mm-hmm. it's really important, you know, they, we've got this whole world outside, so it's really important that we all join up together and help each other out, because as I say, Scotland's small, and there's no point having the cliques and all that, you know, get out there, learn off everybody then buddy, and then, you did, well, like, somebody once said to me as well, you know, you didn't want to be the hardest guy in the street. You want to be the hardest guy in the world, you know what I mean. So like, the same with same with uh, MMA, you didn't want to be the best Scottish guy. You want to be with the best guy in the world, eh? So it's like opening up all these avenues and. You know, going to different gyms and like learning and getting submitted and getting beat up. You know, it takes the ego out of you and makes yeah. you say, right, okay, I need to problem solve here. I need to fix this. I need to, you know, because there's been times I've been so frustrated at myself. I've been in the car. I'm like, what is going on? Like, kind of, kind of catch a break with sparring or I can of do this. I can of do that. And mm-hmm. you know, like learning off all these people and getting that ego out the road, it just accelerates your your growth and makes you a better fighter. At the end of the day,
0: yeah. How do you you you? First of all, I'll talk. About, I want to talk about being a primal sport. It's a very lonely sport. So yep. these sports are the hardest in the world. Combat sports. you know what I mean? To how do you deal with these moments in the car? These real tested, mentally tested moments when you don't feel you're doing good enough. You've got other stuff going on. You might be getting it tight for other avenues. You might not be getting money in from the fights. How do you deal with these kind of these moments? Oh, that's a tough one, man. You know, it's, um,
1: I've, <laughs> I've really given myself no other option, eh? Like, I've put my heart and my soul into fighting. And unfortunately unfor- enough, PT has been something that I could do on the side, eh? Mm-hmm. Like, if I, I reckon if I had put the time and energy into a business, I probably would have made that business quite successful. But I've chosen the route of going down the MMA route, um, something that I enjoy, something that I wanted to do not because I thought there was going to be money from it, just because I enjoyed it. eh? So like, I I feel it's in me. eh? Like I I couldn't tell you why I get up in the morning to do it. Like I'll never, like I don't sleep in for it. You know what I mean? Like I'll maybe sleep in for work or whatever, you know, (laughs) but like with MMA, it just feels so in here right now, man. It's just, it feels good. It feels really good. And and you know what else is good, man? And I don't, I don't know why people don't say it is, it's good people messaging and say, Chris, you know, you're, you're Doing really well, and like, you're going to be the first Scottish champion. You know, these guys don't even know me, eh? and it's yeah. just like they're yeah. being nice. And I just, you know, I can't get back to everybody, you know, because there's like loads of people, especially when you put up a post and there's a lot, got a lot of interaction. But um, it's just really good to, to feel that as well, you know, and people believe in you, which is which is great. You know, it's t- taking
0: a bit of time, but it does definitely that's feel going good. to get much worse, man. <laughs> I know, <don't, laughs> tell me when man. Make off a ap- phone my phone of mine now. As soon as you appear, that phone's going to be. <laughs> Right. Ringing like anything. So you're training in the Scottish hit squad. Does, 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 to speak about um, Paul, he's, he's done fantastic. No, now he's really came back from it. Does his recent form inspire you? Is it a good place to be? Oh, definitely. I like seeing all my peers and,
1: is, is that the right word? Peers, you know, all these yeah. people that are above me and doing this and doing that and being associated with these people is just, it's just great. Um, there's a saying, as you know, it's like standing on the shoulders of giants because you get to to get to see the kind of path and the way mm-hmm. that these guys have all done it. You know, my, my training partner, Robert Whiteford, you know, like Paul Craig, you know, he's telling me today how it goes when you go over to Vegas and what they do. And, you know, it's, it's good that these guys have all done it and they've laid out this kind of blueprint, this roadmap for you. And, you know, you can just follow in their footsteps. Um, and then when you get there, you can put your own, your own twist on it and, yeah. you know, and show your... Show your martial art, you know, because everybody fights differently. You see, mm-hmm. Paul Craig, you know, he's a grappler. I'm a striker. You know, it's just you're just going to put
0: your own twinge in it and see see how everybody likes it. You know, love it. What do you think? The reason that Paul's hit the form of his life, now someone who's working close to him, because obviously he had that that you kind know, of make or break when it was breaking for him, didn't he? Yeah. And now he's just pure. You know, he's flipped it and he's 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 in that form. What do you think's been the reason behind that? I think, yeah. Uh, like,
1: I'm sure he told me he's seen a sports psychologist.
0: Um, Like,
1: I see a, I see a guy called uh, Kenny Ramage. He does NLP. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Neurological Linguistic Programming. So yep. it's how you perceive yourself and how things work out. Because at the end of the day, man, like, you're always a punch away from getting knocked out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've got to battle all these demons and stuff like that. But you've just got to play with the cards you're dealt because, you know, in MMA, there's so many ups and downs. Especially the COVID. It's just, it's just been such, like, I've got to fight, I've not got to fight, I've got to fight, I've not got to fight, mm-hmm. I've quit my job, I've got to go back to work, you know. it's um, Like you say, like everybody says like it's 80% uh, your mind and then 20% physical, you know. It kind of is because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, right, if you end up in an altercation with somebody on a night out, like, you don't have much time to think about it. If you're going to fight a guy in eight weeks' time, mm-hmm. You know, you've got time and you're, you've got to battle the demons in your head, eh? So I think um, a sports psychologist or a guy doing like NLP like with Kenny that I do is just good. Um, I'm quite an emotional guy. Eh? I like to I like to express my feelings to people and tell people how I feel. The right people, obviously. I don't just go and blurt blur it out. But um, it's important to, like, share that with people and then they can give you... Their understanding and even just give you a wee coax into it. Yeah. My coach is very, um, very like that. You know, I'll tell Adam exactly what I feel, and he will say, No, oh, listen, this is what I've done, and this is what I've done. And uh, like you said, standing on the shoulders of Giants, these guys have been through that. And, uh, you know, and I think it's important you have a coach that's quite personally, um, like personal to you, like not just like the best coach in the world, like with the skill set, but like with like emotions and stuff, you know, how to deal with you in certain situations because I'm quite amped as well. Mm-hmm. So he knows when it's calm me down and say, no, I'll take a day off and all that sort of stuff. So that's battling with your own wee demons up there too, is it? And you know, like fuck my mindset. You need to be like, right, mm-hmm. I need to, mm-hmm. you know, I need to, just level this out a wee bit.
0: Absolutely love that, mate. I love that. It's a huge opportunity. Are you doing anything specific, except for your NLP? Because you did, you did, um, you did just explain that there to deal with the pressures that are going to come with this.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I deal really well under the lights. You know, um, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to lose, and I'm not going to go out swinging. Eh? So, I'm in the mindset that like I've got a tattoo in my back it says live by the sword, die by the sword so I'll go out and I will do everything in my power to win eh? it's just without a doubt I will be winning this contract eh? it's just I've never been so focused and so like I don't really talk about like I don't boast about these things but this is just made for me eh? so like I'm just going to go out there and just do exactly what I do every single time and it's just the, the pressure comes with it I feel it and then it goes away. When I start walking towards that cage, it's just drifting out, drifting out. And then all my training, all my preparation leaves no doubt in my mind. And I walk out there, get the job done, get a pizza, and I'm happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was telling you about my dominoes. I know, I, I know. Like, oh, mate, I apologise. I apologize. <laughs> so you've not fought in a year, right? And I know that you've been disappointed. I've been watching stuff and I've been feeling shit for you. I'm sure everyone has cancelled. Cancelled. Another fight cancelled. People pulling out on you as well because they didn't want to fight you. Enough. Yeah, exactly. Or they
1: get injured or they they say they get injured. Is that
0: quite, not quite nice sometimes? Oh, like, I know it's shit for you, like the fighting, but you're not like that. Yeah, you, you know you don't want to fight me, Yeah, son. yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I
1: think there's only been a couple of people that have actually went the full the full camp and then fought me. Mm-hmm. Um I think this guy will do it to be fair because as big as an opportunity it is for me, it is for him. So yeah. um I'm just... Uh, Either way, it wouldn't matter, eh? Another guy pulls out, another one steps in, another one falls down. It's just as simple as that's that. That's it, yeah. yeah.
0: they are always been replaced. So, not fought in the year. Do you think that's going to have any impact on the fight with Manuel Gax Nah, it's in there, man. I've got that fight in me. I've I cut my eye prior
1: to a couple of my fights and just not sparred the last three weeks and just went in there and just been dominant, you know? It's fight, fight, or, like, fight or flight. It's in you or it's out you, eh? So, uh, I just go in there and get the job done. Obviously, there's a bit of timing and stuff like that involved, but nah, just I could not spar from now until the fight and probably do still well, you know? Because mm. like I say, like fighters in you, it's been in here since day one. Eh? I've always been fighting at school, fighting my brother, fighting my sister, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's just one of the things, in it? <laughs> yeah.
0: So, what was your moment where you it's funny you say that fighting was always in you you always had a you You, you know you always it was always in you whether that through anger um, issues or just paint up aggression or a way of showing your emotions um when did you kind of what got you into the sport when was that thing where you thought hey, i'm just going to go knock someone out and make money off it <laughs> well it
1: wasn't quite as simple as that so uh previously before i was involved with the gym and pt i was a shepherd so way up the hills with my dogs and all that oh. sort of stuff. So i done some mad stuff like that. Um, I did enjoy my job, but it was a lifestyle more, more than that. And um, uh, my mum actually uh, died in 2014 and, you know, it hit us with quite a shock. So um, I, were, I remember just like thinking to myself, you know, like it was almost like an epiphany. It wasn't like, it didn't feel like that at the time, but, you know, I was like, life can be ripped away from you at any stage. So I was like, I need to go and do something that I actually enjoy. So I found the gym. I enjoyed the gym. I've always enjoyed the gym. I played rugby. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went into the gym and done my PT course and went into the gym and trained MMA and fought, you know, and enjoyed it. And, you know, I, I wear a pendant to the to the cage with me every time. It's got my mum's fingerprint on it. You know, that's a, a thing that I like to do as well. And mm-hmm. it just seems to be right. And it seems to be something that I'm very motivated to do, whether it be for my mum or not, or myself, it's just, um, it just feels right, eh? So I, I would, if anybody was to watch your podcast with me on today, I would just be saying, make sure you do something that you actually enjoy, eh? Because you didn't want to be in this, like, dead-end job. Like, as much as it's hard, you need to go to work, right? Mm-hmm. Whether you don't have a skill or not. So if you're going to want to go to a nine-to-five job, and then leave at night time and go home and see your family, go to Blackpool at the weekend, and that's what you want to do, that's totally cool, that's fine. But find something that works with you, eh? And this just seems to work. And I, I'm so glad I found it, because since 2014, I've not been in trouble, so it's given me that focus and that drive, you know, to you not know, go drinking and do stupid stuff, you know, because every young lad at 18 is stupid, you know? So, um, yeah, that was how I got into it. And... You know, it's been my passion, and like I say, it's been in there. Maybe that's to do with my mum, but, you know, I I use, like I said to you before, I'm an emotional, but an emotional and a spiritual guy. I don't believe in God, Mm -hmm. but I believe that um, my mum's still with me. I talk to her in my head. I don't, like, talk out loud and stuff like that, but I talk to her, eh? I speak to her, um, and, you know, things happen, eh, through, through, for instance, Fight Week. You know, there was a song... um, that was number one at the time when she passed away. So um, when that comes on, you know, I don't know if it's just because the, the re- release that number one because it was like on at that time. It always comes on the week of the fight or something like that. It's crazy, man. It's, it's, it's that sort of stuff that I like. Yeah, and that's what really keeps me motivated, I think, because when you're dieting and you're skinny and you don't got much body fat on you, you know, you're down. Something like that happens, you know. It's, it's really like it was a time as well. I'd actually... My my mate John Sloan, he did a documentary on me a while ago and I had some money troubles in the lead up to one of my fights mm-hmm. and my gran, she's quite a spiritual person as well and um, she'd always say, oh, mum left you a white feather and blah, blah, blah. So I had money troubles and this woman came up to me and she, I'd never met her before in my life and I told her, these are the blocks that I sell. So they went 100, 200, 300, 400, 500, all the way up to 700 just in case somebody wanted a 700 pound block. So I said to her, here you go. Never met me, never seen my training before. She says, oh, I'll just, I'll, I'll take a block off of you and I'll decide next week, but I'll see you Friday, two o'clock. I was like, right, okay. She's like, there's 700 pound for you. There's the the 30, 30 sessions. And I was like, eh. So I took the money out and went to count it and a white feather fell out. I'm like, mm-hmm. and I was like to my my and I was like, do you think that's that's right. And I was wow. just like, that'll be it, man. That'll be it. So, um, you know, it's like, like my mum's always with me when it comes to fights and stuff like that. And I think that's maybe, you know, people say, you know, like they're feeling a bit down with mental health and stuff like that. You know, I think that's my release. You know, I get to talk to her, you know, and, you know, it definitely does help me. Eh? Definitely. First of
0: all, sorry about your mum. Yeah, yeah. Um, losing someone close to you is, is very difficult, you know, Everyone knows it watches the show. I lost my brother when I was younger, and um, but losing my mum, I couldn't even imagine, mate. To be honest, and you say for someone so emotional, and then you had um, you've lost your mum in two thousand fourteen, and then you also said you've not been in trouble since two thousand fourteen. So that's magnificent to me because your mum dying and you being someone who's so emotional and love to express your emotions. Flipping the kind of mindset at that point to yeah. then change your life around to where you are now, especially the first year of lo- of your loss and your mum must have been really really hard, and many people would not have went on the path you've came on. So well done for that, first of all. Yeah, and fucking, it makes you a bit emotional, you know, because that path of loss, you know, can can really make you lost. How did you, if I can ask, I know that time's probably a bit um, tough you, but how did you? How did you? How did you? What? How did you manage the emotions? How did you condition yourself to deal with that? I
1: think keeping myself busy. Well, like with MMA, like I'm, I've not been diagnosed, but I'm almost certain I've got ADHD (laughs) because I can't sit still. So, um, with that, I was obviously involved with MMA. um, I got myself my body physically tired. You know, tired. Didn't have much time to think. You know, dieting. Always had something on my mind. Always focusing. Always pushing. Um, and I found that that was a real good, like, get, blow off some steam. Mm-hmm. Um, see things if I feel feel tired, and you know, or I always go for a run or I always do something just to blow off some steam because you do always feel good. I don't know if you go for runs yourself. You get the earphones in, you run, and you start to kind of think and think about the fight for me anyway. And you just start to kind of, like, do this and then the pace picks up and you hear a tune that you like, maybe your fight tune comes on, you know, it's all that sort You're of stuff. You're hopping. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, you hop, skip, and j- shadow boxing in the middle of the street, you know, um, it's, you know, I th- I would say for anybody that uh, would ever lose somebody, try and keep yourself busy, whether it be take a break, go on holiday. As soon as, when, when my mum died there, I went to Ibiza, like the week of, <laughs> drown my sorrows, whatever you want to call it, came mm. back, knuckle down, a couple of I had my when, when my mum died actually uh, in 2014 uh I would uh, I had a fight on the way up to it and it was actually the day I was meant to have the fight well it was the day of the weigh-in my mum died we got the the phone call and obviously my, my friend came to pick me up to take me to the weigh-ins because obviously I'd been cutting weight and stuff like that so I was dehydrated and stuff like that so uh my gran came in my room and she's like uh, your mum's been killed and I was like like, you know that way I was just like what the fuck I was like didn't have any emotion at that point down the stair and then obviously the emotions kicked in and you know and my gran hates me fighting by the way she hates it mm-hmm. she's like she used to think it was thuggish but now she understands it Um and she, I said to her I was like what do I do about this fight and she's like we've obviously got a fight eh like you're not going to be able to do anything now and your mum would love to have fought because my mum used to sneak me away at the boxing club and that And don't tell your gran don't tell your gran <laughs> so that 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 was the start of obviously my MMA career, and mm-hmm. that's why I think it's kind of perceived into what it is now. It's just because it's unfolded, and she would always want me to fight. She used to take me judo, she used to like take me boxing, pay a pound back in the day. We used to pay a pound for the boxing, mm-hmm. and she said, Don't tell your gran. And she put makeup on me, if I forgot a black eye. And <laughs> my mum was a bit of a rebel, like, Brilliant, so uh, it was good. So it was good.
0: Uh, I, it's, 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 it's that is not the, the, the stage of your life and the mindset on a prep near the weigh-in, where you would want any news, never mind that. No. Well, your um, brain's not working, like when I've done it for bodybuilding, took myself down to that 6% body fat, it is brutal, you know, oh, your mind's not going right, you know, but uh, man, uh, I really feel for you, man. I was,
1: no, it was a blessing in disguise, man. Out of everything bad, there's always something good, yeah. you know, whether you see it at the time or you don't, you know, this COVID's been, been terrible for everybody, but it will help, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't think... The average Joe goes through enough struggle, eh? Um, going to the gym and being physically tired, it gives you a bit of struggle, you know. Not a lot of people have been through some struggle. So hopefully this COVID's shown them that they're not made of glass and they can get out there and just get after it, eh? Because yeah. at the end of the day, you will have to look after you. And um, I hope everybody's kind of took it in their stride, you know. Like, Don't, like like we said before, before we came in, like wishful thinking, is. It's great, but it doesn't always work out like that, eh?
0: Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree. It's, it's just, you've, We've got to take positives from this. It's taught us a lot of things, whether it's to enjoy your walks more or enjoy what's around you more or enjoy what's around you more. Definitely. Um, enjoy yeah. going out to a takeaway or
1: going to Five Guys or
0: that. Yeah. That was the thing that we couldn't do. Yeah. Like, how like really that? We really took it for granted, didn't we? And, oh, aye. And now these things are phenomenal. Feels, you know what I mean? Even, <sighs> even like spending... T- Spending time with family and friends, I, I appreciate it a lot more than I did. They, then sometimes I would just hide from some people and be like, oh, no, I can't be bored. Then you got like that, no, okay. Ah, yeah, It was just kind of mad, you know, like that
1: Matt Hancock. He was like, stay away, don't don't see your grandparents. <laughs> and then, you know, like I was like, I phoned my grandma, is everyone okay? Yeah, uh, she's like, i oh, just come up. I- I wanted to see I want to see you so he kept me away from my grandparents for three or four weeks until they were like nah just come up and then you see him winching that oh, bar and I was mad, like oh Jesus it's just mad. someone crazy. you want to
0: knock knock oh, into, man. No. Like him to and him Sturgeon in, <laughs> I would like to put him in the ring with, with you for, for if not, I actually like Nicola I, I, really, I really do like Nicola but that's opinions, and for another day. I hate that. politics, man. Mate, um, see nowadays, man, you're you're not
1: allowed to have a debate. You're not allowed to. No. have... Just because one person has an opinion doesn't mean the same person has to exactly. have that opinion Doesn't man. need to be a fight all or the same. To be a, or like just if you have a
0: a, a view, doesn't mean that it's a, a bad view. I know. Just a view. You're like we can a judge a people on their views, don't we? We oh. cannot. We someone will have a view, and then we'll that'll be their identity to us. Well, I know they're this or they're that when they're not. You know, oh. it's just it's just views from what's shaped this from our perspective that's how,
1: isn't it? that's how people find out what's wrong and what's right you All know right. They, a discussion or why do you like that why do i like this you know like for one i was really for my girlfriend to breastfeed and yeah. she said i don't want to mm-hmm. and i said why not and i was really adamant that she wanted to breastfeed so i looked into it realized and looked and t- looked at the pros and the cons and that and i was like no i agree mm-hmm. and i was like she's like oh dear i was like yeah, because I was looking at this and that, and then I get a chance to feed it, yeah. and you know, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Maybe
0: selfish, I don't know, but... No, no, you're right, because that's what we don't do, and it's something I taught myself through lockdown as we talk about the good things coming out. See if I see something that offends me, or I think offends my identity online, where well, you would normally react to it nowadays, or you would think, oh, well, why they get that opinion, blah, blah, blah. Now I go and educate myself on why they've got that opinion or ask them how like oh so what shaped you to have that opinion why do you not want to do this and then listen to their perspective and go mate that's that's sound you know it's t- tends your- to be they've had a bad experience yeah, that's and your opinion not everybody
1: has this, the same experiences in yeah. life you know like for instance we've been we've gotten the same experience you know we weren't allowed to go to work but then you know contractors and stuff like that they yeah. wanted to go to work so they're not going to have the same opinions as what we do exactly because
0: uh, they're a key worker mm-hmm. but phew, Everything everybody's a key worker, yeah, so you know, at the end of the day, you know, mad, crazy, crazy times. It's been it's funny when we speak about that because you ain't like Rangers and Celtic fans, right, for instance, or Hearts and Hubs fans. Um the so do you know how some of them just absolutely hate each other, right? And it's the thing is, right, why do most Rangers and Celtic fans become a Celic fans become a Rangers or Celtic fan? probably brought up like that eh? yeah it's not they've not got a choice in it like no. my friend the other day all right, smack a ranger my friend's having a baby smack a ranger strip on him straight away I tell you right I'm not talking to you if <laughs> don't the ranger strip better be on him oh no all, all your family's rangers fans and that's what you do you're not putting a celiac strip on him I'm like oh, mate just shut up man Get, just I'm a rangers like, fan but I'm like shut up just give me a chance. I would rather you the grown people be like, no chance. But I would rather you just grow up and say, "Hey, your team, do you want to support me? What's your colour, blue or green?" And just yeah, go, exactly. "What's your favourite colour, blue or green?" <laughs> like, here you go. Here's a
1: twelve-year-old, they'll just be like, "I like blue." <laughs> yeah, right, you know
0: what I mean? <laughs> just, like, here's a top. Support them. Just, just don't, don't look into all oh, the, the madness behind it. But it, it's funny. So. Um, I want to know more about you, and I'm sure everyone does, especially getting into this. So that allow so many the fans, <coughs> fans of this podcast, and your fans who who maybe don't know these details to come in and really get behind you for yeah. this for this thing. What was life like gro- growing up? What was life like for you? It was good, man. You know, I had um, obviously with
1: my mum and stuff like that. My mum and dad. Uh, my mum was an alcoholic and stuff like that. Not had a, a great upbringing, but then when I when I moved, I moved to my grands. Uh, my brother and sister went into foster care and stuff like that and I moved to my grands. and, you know, I had the best of both worlds. So I felt like I was in a really good position to see what bad was and what good was. So, you know, I didn't really take anything for granted at that point. So I feel I'm very lucky the way I was brought up. Um, uh, and like I say, I wasn't taking anything for granted, you know. It, with my mum, it was a struggle. But with my grandparents, I got everything that I wanted, eh? My grand, my, gran my grandpa really worked hard. They owned a shop, you know, they did other things, you know. If I wanted a wee 50cc quad bike, they would buy me that. And that, like, it felt great to be able mm-hmm. to ask for a sweetie and be able to have the money to, to get the sweetie, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel that that helped me and moulded me. Maybe not at the time I didn't realise it, but obviously, you know, my grandpa's a big inspiration to me because he's always well-mannered. He's a nice guy. Um, he's taught me a lot of good traits, a lot of good manners, um. so yeah that's that was kind of like my, my childhood wasn't like really really bad like I'm not saying it was bad but like I never got on at school you know not very many people do maybe maybe because I just can't sit still and I don't like being told what to do but martial arts helped that as well to be honest you know like a bit of discipline you mm-hmm. need to up in the morning and do this and do that but um yeah that's and obviously moved when I moved to my grands, we were in the middle of the country, in the middle of calendar. So tried to get a summer job, just beer money really, when you're fourteen, trying <laughs> bottles of Lamborghini and all that. <laughs> um, I worked as a shepherd and went to agricultural college and then moved up into Cullen in the middle of nowhere and become an actual shepherd. So my dogs and my stick and it's did not that. the it's
0: not the it's not the, the um the, <laughs> the most kind of thought of job no, when, you, no, when they, you're
1: coming out what what made you what made you do that I think it just like these things kind of fall upon you you know like obviously being in the sticks you know just mm-hmm. being in the middle of nowhere it just it just kind of happened um I really actually enjoyed it you know maybe I'll go back to it I, I like training my dogs um I traveled the world with it as well I went to New Zealand I shore sheep mm-hmm. um I drove tractors I worked dogs you know I did loads of stuff man so I've been through the mill. I've done most yeah, that's things. brilliant, eh? man. Goes
0: in UFC. Goes in Bellator. Goes in UFC. World title. What's he up to? He's back. Shepherd. I've been. Uh, He's chilling. I was on. <laughs> uh,
1: I, was on uh, I was on BBC One. Man, this dog and all that as well. Brilliant. I was on all that sort of stuff. So, um, uh, yeah, it's been a. It's been a bit of a crazy, crazy. I say a crazy life, but um, I think everything you know, being a farmer, and that makes you work hard and. You know, these things are kind of... I said to my girlfriend a wee while ago, I said to her, I was like, do you know, I wish I found MMA a lot earlier because, you know, I could have done this and I could have done that and I would have had more experience. But she mm-hmm. said, you might not be in the same position as you are now if, you know, you hadn't had the battles with, say, for instance, your mum and all yeah. that. You maybe just maybe touched and go with MMA, you know. So um that that really sunk home with me that that, you know, these things... Like, step by step will build you and make you become the man who you are, you
0: know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, what so was martial arts always there, or was it something that came later in life? Um, school I, like I, I was never the guy, I was never the
1: bully, I was never, um, don't like confrontation. Yeah, um, I would never go out of my way to like tell somebody they're an arse or whatever, you know, but um, I would definitely deal with it and put a nail on the head, you know, straight yeah. away. Um, everybody knew me at school for the guy that wouldn't take any shit, but I would never cause any shit. So um I was always fighting at school. Um and, you know, like I've always i was always interested in being able to handle myself and, you know, <laughs> maybe one day we have a mad apocalypse and I'm looking after <laughs> myself. But, you know, I always I was always interested in like combat and how to be able to defend myself. And um that was kinda of the I, I actually went to uh, the kickboxing class to get fit for rugby and from that you know it just kind of unfolded as well mm-hmm. and then obviously in, in between that with my mum and stuff like that that really accelerated it but um I think fighting's been with me a, a lot you know if like I would never I was never a great problem solver like I couldn't like talk my way out in anything so uh mm-hmm. choose violence <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's interesting because
0: I talked to Chris Bungard and he says that Martial arts was a fantastic way to um, control and manage his anger. Mm. He, had, um, he struggled with that growing up. Do you think it's, do you think it's a, a great way to manage those type of feelings or are you more of a zen fighter? Um,
1: no, definitely it helps me to to realise, you know, because when you're in a spa, right, or you're, you're kind of, a spa is obviously like a kind of uh, protected way to, to uh-huh. practice yeah. your fighting. So I found if I got angry and emotional in that spar, you know, you got a cloud of judgment. So if uh, if it gives you time to think about it, you know, and for instance, if there was something to happen outside, you know, you would take a step back and, right, what's going on here? You know, what's he got in his hand? Or you see things from a, mm-hmm. a, a wider perspective mm-hmm. and it makes you calm. So, you know, since I've done MMA, I've not been in trouble. I've not needed to be. Um, I've never walked away from a fight, but I've just known and I maybe diffused the situation before it even happens. Yeah. You know, maybe just like, whoa, I can stop that before it goes any further, you know? Like, because people, people on a night out, especially in Stirling, it's a small place, grabbing a head and look, all right, Chris, what's that? When's the next fight? You're like, get off me, oh, like I stop grace. that, eh? you know, like testing the water. Mm-hmm. So I think I found my way to diffuse and maybe even talk myself out of it. Before it even happens, you know, because you didn't want to be like punching folk. Imagine, no. you know, like I, I practice punching every single day. Mm. Imagine if I hit somebody and hurt them. Like I don't want that. Eh? Like I'm nasty in the cage and I, I want to hurt people when I'm there. But then they know what that that's coming. You know, they sign the dotted line. Mm-hmm. But if I'm on a night out and this guy thinks oh, he's, he's maybe had a few wines or whatever. Oh, what are you saying? And then I crack him. <laughs> and then he's, like, on the deck, uh, you know? You're in you're jail, like, know what I mean? Exactly. Licence yeah. off you. And not even for
0: the fighting, you just killed somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. You didn't want to do that, eh? Plus, when you're in a night out, you don't want to go to work, know what I mean? No, <laughs> exactly You don't have a night
1: out. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm
0: here for a night off, man, and you just want me <laughs> to smack you. <laughs> so do you think, yeah. like, that, learning to become more calculated, do you think that helped you manage other aspects of your life? Definitely, I definitely. I think that's maybe why me and my girlfriend have such a good
1: relationship now, um, you know, I'm quite hot-headed anyway, you know, and it's definitely taught me how to, to calm myself down in mm-hmm. situations and uh, understand that, you know, you sometimes, like, people have, like we said before, we have an opinion. Mm-hmm. If people have an opinion, don't just react there and then. Just go, right, okay. Sometimes, like, everybody pisses you off at some point. Like, I remember being on summer holidays with my pals, and I, even my pals piss me off. I'm like, I don't want to be, don't want to be involved in that. So just take a wee step back and have a think about it, eh? And I think that's why me and my girlfriend have such a good relationship because, you know, me and my, me and my girlfriend have never argued, eh? You know, I've, I've always just, like, sat down and just thought, right, let's talk about this, rather than... Like, I've, I've had, like, shouting relationships before. It doesn't get you anywhere, eh? Mm-hmm. You know, And I love my girlfriend and I'll be with my girlfriend for the rest of my life. So I want to just make it right, eh? I don't want to be, like, arguing and react because... Everybody's got a little bit of impulse and they'll react in the spot, eh? and that's not what you want, is it? So,
0: I tell you right now, this will help so many people. Yeah, so, so many people. It's something I've brought into my life, as you speak about, it's something I'm really big on. And writing the ebook, I'm writing right now, is something I, t- I, I kind of switch on to. On that, I talk to on that. Is this, you said it right, being calculative, um, with friends, family, work, load, it doesn't matter. Someone says something you don't agree with right, okay, step back, I always try and see it from that, or the missus, I've made it, I've done something, and I'm wrong, you try and be stubborn, and all that, but you know what I mean, you know what I mean, take back, right, okay, what can I do to make this situation better, what can I make to do to go down better, and when you do it, and it works, there's no falling out, and the anger, and the guilt after it, for shouting things you don't mean, and all that, that's all gone, of course, because you're heated heated up, eh?
1: everybody's got, everybody's allowed to be angry, everybody's allowed to be sad, so, of course, um, but then you'll never realize, you'll never understand that unless you've been there, mm-hmm. eh? So maybe you've had an experience that's made you think, right? I need to just sit back here because this is getting me absolutely nowhere. Right. And that's like, like if I, I was to go sparring, you know, and I'm like, right, I'm just gonna hit this guy with hard right hand every time. And I try and hit him, and he misses. I miss, and he goes bang and hits me again. I'm like, right, I'll do it again. Ooh, bang, hit again. And you're like, right, I need, <laughs> I need to sit back here and do something different, eh? It's no, no, just no handy, especially when you're getting cracked in the face.
0: right. <laughs> We, we talk about, I ask every guest this question about someone when they were growing up who inspired them or always encouraged them and someone you had in your circle. Who was that for you? Oh, that's a tough one, man. That's a
1: tough one. Um, you know, I've had such a good upbringing um, from my mum, from my dad and from my grandma, and my grandpa. Um, each all had their own little bit of my life. I would say... My grandpa, for sure, because my grandpa you see him for face value he's he's the same person whether he's happy, sad, or angry, um calculated as well mm-hmm. he 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 sits back and you know I think he's raised raised his his voice at me maybe ten, fifteen times, but you know I wasn't the wrong, and when he raises his voice, that was like okay, I've done something wrong here, mm-hmm. uh, but the nicest man you'll ever meet and my grandpa brought me up and you know he was he was my dad you know and he helped me grow into the man I am just now and he's he was a big advocate on please and thank you and you know like and it it always does work because I go into this garage every morning I'm a a kind of ritual kind of guy I do the same thing every single day Mm -hmm. so I got up I leave the I leave for the gym for 10 o'clock so I leave at quarter past nine. I go into the BP carriage and the way home oh, uh, into work. I get a coffee, I get Americano, and I walk up to the counter and I say hi and I ask them how they're doing and every one of them knows my name and they know me and they always say hi and they're always bright and they're always nice to me mm-hmm. and I feel that that's something that I've learned from my grandpa because I don't think I know a person that doesn't like my grandpa <laughs> mm-hmm. and that that was that's a big thing for me and I don't really... I'll, I'll maybe actually just send them this... Uh, podcast because I don't think he really knows that he's he was a big part of that. Eh? And my grand's my grand and my grandpa are such a good team, and I think that's where me and my girlfriend are as well. You know that mm-hmm. they're they're such a strong couple together, and I think that's what I want to be like with my girlfriend now. You mm-hmm. know, as we grow up,
0: fucking hell, it's fucking nearly got me again. Man. <laughs> oh, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very similar to me, mate, and I just lost my grandma. Did you? Um, very similar to help grow me up. Just me, me, my it was me, my mum, my nana, my papa, exact same When the morals, talking to people, always yeah. leaving a good print wherever you go. Exactly, mate. just exactly. you talking about it there, man. Just he just died last month. Uh, sorry, put you, him that to his sorry it's a different, um, it's a it's, a, it's almost a the morals they install into you that please, thank you, yes plight to everyone that's plight to you and, and you do everybody went. Oh Stuart, how's it going? Oh, how are you? you no, know, and Navy doesn't like him. Same 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 thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's just something that oh well, he would have left that wee part in you as well, eh, he, mean he, he's
0: definitely done a lot of people say yeah. I, I do a lot and I wouldn't do this if it wasn't for him. Um, exactly that's twice I've been caught out the day, I need a... Bosh, look <laughs> at that, is that two nil <laughs> <to> me? 2-0! <laughs> yeah, I'm winning here as well, out, as well, as
1: the yeah.
0: well as MMA. It is, it's crazy, mate. Okay, we're back. <laughs> Brief break there. <laughs> Tissues out. <laughs> <laughs> I got Chris to punch me back to, 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 my, to my mindset. Okay, so when did you... Pro fighter now. When did you realise you wanted to be a pro fighter? When did, when did that come? So when when you're in the gym and stuff like that, you train as an amateur,
1: I took it very, very seriously. I don't take it any less serious now. Sorry, I didn't take it any less serious when I was an amateur as I do pro. It felt the same. Only thing that happened was the rule set changed. So I wanted to go pro earlier, but a couple of my training partners and my coach were like, just slow down. Once you go pro, that is it. You can't go back. So I waited. I had maybe... 12 amateur fights some of them are not on my record but I had 12 amateur fights only made the distance twice or something like that and uh, lost once and I lost to a guy that was a lot bigger than me I took it and he was a weight cat two weight cat goes above me mm-hmm. you know great learning curve you know and that made me better and that gave me on a, on a wee win streak from there and once I was training it was mainly Robert and my coach Adam Stevenson you know like right you're ready to go would you take a pro? And mainly it was money too. Money, you get paid to fight. You know, you don't yeah. really get paid much to, to fight as an amateur. So um made the decision and it didn't make me any more nervous than what I did when I was going to amateur, eh? Fucking shit scary fighting, by the way. Like, see walking out to this day, I'm still super nervous, still scared to death. Uh, it's the scariest thing I'll ever do. But like... The greatest
0: what's thing a, when you're walking out, what's, what's what's going on when you're walking towards that cage? <laughs> oh, fuck! I don't need to do this. I do need to do this. <laughs> you're I'll be home with the messiest. Yeah, i saw, like,
1: You don't hard. <laughs> 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 no, but it's hey, mate. The, the, uh, what was it? Uh, Will Smith said the greatest things are on the other side of fear. So yeah, yeah. I really, really like the feeling. Makes you makes you scared. Uh, amps up your emotions amps up your like your your central nervous system, you're primed, you're ready, you're mm-hmm. ready to go and when it's done, it's done and when I've not got the fight camp, I go almost into this blue, like I'm just like, pre- well my girlfriend calls it, post fight blues, I take a slump because I have this void that I need to mm-hmm. fill and I've not got it and people usually fill it with food whereas I don't want to get out of shape again so I'm like trying not to eat too much and then it's just a wicked circle so yeah, um, Maybe one day, you know, Tyson Fury. I'm a big fan of his since his documentary that he released about how he felt and how his mental health and all that went downhill when he hit top of the top of the bill. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm gonna take that in my stride and kind of learn from your peers, the people that you look up to. So you know, I think uh, my wee one's gonna help as well. You know, I've got this this little pot of gold now at home. It's crazy, mate. It's crazy. It's just such a like. Like before I came here, you know, like she's trying to try catch her, get her to sleep, and she's crying and gets so frustrated and angry, and then they just give you a wee smile, and you're like, "Oh, I love you." <laughs> it's it's mental, isn't it? Takes crazy, your, mate. Takes
0: all your emotions away for that smile. Oh, definitely. All my, mate. anxiety gone. He smiles oh. at me. I'm like, or even when he does his wee laugh like, oh, and
1: whatnot. Brilliant. My man. wee one's just just done two laughs. She done a laugh with my girlfriend. She sent me a video like, Oh, it's just it melts your heart, doesn't it? It's just brilliant, just brilliant. I
0: absolutely love it. So were you natural at combat sports or did you have to really put in some serious graft to get to you?
1: Um, I was good. I was. I could always fight. I could always, you know, chin down, hands up. I could always fight. But um, it was more the work ethic I had to work on, you know, like mm-hmm. where I need to be, what I need to achieve. Yeah. And looking at people and uh, learning from them as well, and saying, like, what's he doing? And You know, and... Uh, Fortunately enough, you know the internet's a great thing. You know you can look into it and you know see all this different stuff. I learned about nutrition myself. I seeked out a, a bit of help here and there. Um, it failed me. It wasn't very good. I followed a bodybuilding diet for a sport that's very very demanding on energy and carbs, and there yep. was they were cutting me back on carbs, which mm-hmm. didn't work. So, um, you just kind of learn from your mistakes. Uh, but yeah, you, I had to work on the, like mainly actually would be when to take a step back because I learned, you know, it's gun-ho, hole, gun-ho, hole, go, 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 and then you get injured or you, you cut your eye or you hurt your back, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's been a learning curve to say, in fact, not even that, last week, I was not feeling very good to go to sparring and I went up to the boxing club, got my arse handed to me, I was like, I should have had a night off right? a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're loving, you're learning. Eh? So um, that's mainly, you know, it's just, such a funny sport to to get involved in because obviously there's so many different attributes to it. You know, you you got to practice this, that, and the other, and um, you know you're always trying to get to the next level. And sometimes like a wee night off doesn't do you any harm. So
0: you're absolutely. I love what you said there, and not many, not not enough athletes talk about it. Where you're saying um, to know about your conditioning, to know your body. Mm, that's definitely. so important I didn't as a player as a footballer when I played professional football and obviously I'm five major knee surgeries later you know what I mean I didn't I went through it I didn't do it I always mm. lied to myself I hamstrings tight I'll have playing anyway you know what I mean Aye. to know your body to know when that day off's not going to that it's going to be more positive for you than negative definitely. that's very important man
1: uh, it's just a tough old game, that eh? especially with the mindset you'd have. You know, if you're doing football or you're doing your bodybuilding mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know, you're 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 all in. Eh, yeah. There's like you deal the cards. You just go right here we go, <laughs> nothing, nothing will take you off track. You know, you'll have a wee chocolate bar here or a wee cheat here, but you know, you're really focused, and you know, you just work through these hard times. Eh, you know, the main one for me was when I f- first fought in Bellator. I uh, really done my back in lifting weights. I got signed the contract that day. Went to the gym lifted heavy weights, done my back, and I had seven days off. Oh, yeah. I had to have seven days off. Mm-hmm. And I still went in and knocked him out in the first round. So, mm-hmm. like, do you really need to train as hard as you yeah. think? Um, don't get me wrong. When you when it's possible and you're filling your body with the right foods and you're mm-hmm. feeling good, really do train. But, like, a wee night off do not going to do you
0: any harm, mate. Eh? Oh, you're absolutely right. You've trained all over the world in gyms. You've seen a lot gy- mm-hmm. People, Chris Munger talks about going and training, and I can't remember the gym when McGregor trains, and I and I. Oh, SBG. So what? So you're training all over the world. What's the big differences you see between these small combat gyms and the and the big ones that are producing? Just m- more people, more more athletes. So I'll go to American
1: Top Team. I've been only been there once. You know, COVID fucked it up again. Yeah. But uh, I'll, I'll hopefully get there again. But these guys have all similar mindsets, and there's more bodies there's more people There's more people involved in America mm-hmm. than, you know, MMA's not that big than now in the UK, it's big but it's not as big, you know, there's not that many gyms mm-hmm. uh, so the the bodies that are over there, you know, different types of styles of fighters um, stuff like that, so you don't you don't need to travel but I like it in the sense that I get away and I, I, I seclude myself away from everything and like you say, get the blinkers on and just get the nut down and and train with these guys you know that like you say similar mindset so they're always up to get training again eh? yeah. so sometimes I find it hard to find training partners now and again um, but that, that's the main reason why I go there because it's all kind of the same mindset eh?
0: yeah J.P. Gallagher, who was on you know J.P. trains no, the so. coach of Nico Curiela oh yeah, yeah he yeah, just yeah, became yeah. champion um, he talks about um, how important it is tra- going to th- uh, Thailand to for all the different um, styles of fighting and all the different cult like when cultures of fighting would you say exactly, that Yeah, yeah. Like and, 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 and he said it's so important to go and sponge off them all, really go and take in and maybe tweak what suits you and use it to your advantage definitely aye, there's not, there's not one
1: technique that will work for you that would work for me so um, it's good to learn them and learn them all and fit them into your game and that's what makes you a, a mar- martial artist, maybe not a fighter but makes you a mar- yeah. martial artist and Let's you express the way, you know, like, I feel fighting, you know, as, as cliche as it sounds, you know, like, I feel the way you fight brings out your personality, mm-hmm. you know, so like, I'm balls to the walls, going for the knockout, going for the kill, like, anything I do in life, like, I'm either all in or all out, so if I'm out of camp, I'm all in, having a drink, if I'm in camp, I don't touch drink, I don't touch nothing, I'm mm-hmm. focused, I'll go home night, I'll have my, my berries, my yoghurt, I'll go to my bed. Wake up in the morning and I'll have my food and I'll get into training and blah 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 blah. So it's this cycle of just pushing, pushing, pushing all the time, eh?
0: Wow, it's you were at Bellator there, three wins out of three. Yep, smashing it, undefeated. Um What made you leave?
1: Dreams, the UFC man. It's just, it's just, it's, it's always been in the cusp. If I would put my head in the pillow at night time, and I would always say, you know. I would love to have been in the UFC. I woke, I, I grew up watching the UFC. I was oh, sis, I turned mm-hmm. it on the telly. Mm-hmm. It's mad. And you know, I think about it, I was saying to my girlfriend a wee while ago, I used to have a, like a, when flat screen TVs first came out and we got them on the wall and all that, I was like, put them on the wall. And I was always, I was a wee bit uh, podgy when I was younger. I was a wee bit fan. I was always, like, oh, why is all my mates at six packs and I'm no? And just, to, I was just a wee bit chunkier than everybody else. So what I used to do is I used to, I I got a wee bit of paper and I drew a star on it and I put it next to my telly at night and I stuck it on it. So every time i seen that, I would do 50 push-ups and 50 sit-ups before I went to my bed. Huh. And I remember doing that and then turning on TV, and I think it was maybe on MTV or Spike or something like that, and then the WEC, which has now turned into the yep. UFC, I watched Josie Aldo versus Uriah Faber. Mm-hmm. And that's probably planted a wee seed in my head and I thought oh, I'd maybe like to do that and I watched that every night religiously if it be replays or whatever mm. I'd watch it and you know and that's maybe what's been ingrained in my head since you know getting up and doing the 50 push-ups and the 50. Josie Aldo's
0: looking good now isn't he? Oh aye especially when thirty five What are you aye. thinking? <sighs> no bad for an old fella like. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was like I was like oh it seems Jesus. a lot more of his personalities came out and if he's, he's released something in him. Maybe since the Conor McGregor stuff. Maybe, yeah. You know, like, sometimes you just need to f- hit rock bottom to come back
1: up again, eh? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't be in your prime for all those days, eh? And people are saying, you know, you might not be able to have, be champion again, you know. I think you could. I think you could. If the, all the stars align and the, the shot comes yeah. through, you know, and he it, it looks kind of awful that weight right enough, but he makes it... You mean can the yep. wee aliens used to get like the wee eggs?
0: <laughs> he looks like one of them, eh? Uh, you put it in a sink and they yep. grow, he's as big he man. Uh, so we talk about pressures of fighting, there's all sorts social media getting um, better and bigger and more known on social media brings a pressure. Um all the all the external factors, being undefeated is one of them. Yeah. You're undefeated. How are you dealing with the, how do you manage the pressures, the extra pressure that that brings? Because you're not just now doing it to to win fights, you're doing it to create a legacy now and and to continue that. Yeah, definitely. I know it's important to keep my undefeated record, but um, I think the way I fight, um,
1: this might sound a bit silly, but I couldn't care less if I win or I lose, because that's not really the words I'm looking for. It sounds a bit silly, but... If I go out there and get knocked out, I get knocked out. That's what it is. If mm-hmm. I go out there and get submitted, I get submitted. You know, it's just this wee number at the side of my name. If I go out there and I know I've put in all the preparation and all the work to win and I fail, and and I'm like, right, well, what, what did I do wrong? What did I do right? Whereas if I did my training camp and I missed this session, at that, and didn't make weight, and I just... I just think that that would play in my mind a little bit more. Mm. If I went out and got beat by the better man, I think that wouldn't be a baller. But, you know, like I say, live by the sword, die by the sword, go out there, go out swinging. If I get beat, I get beat. You know, I I don't see that being... Don't get me wrong, I've never been... I've been beat. I have been beat. So I know what it feels like. It's not great. But you always come back, eh? It doesn't really matter, eh? You don't don't always win. You don't always win a a PlayStation game or whatever,
0: you know? Great calculated response here, as well, because... Not many will we'll win every fight in UFC. No, definitely. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, there's so yeah. many ways Maybe it to could lose. be, but it's just the way he fights with wrestling. All, all yeah, that but all he's the lost a sample
1: match, you know. Like, yeah, These things true. happen, yeah, eh? you know? yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But, like, you know, these things do happen. I
1: think he's done the right thing and left now, mm-hmm. you know, because like, he, cause he could be on the downward spiral. He yeah. could be like,
0: I could be getting injured, you know, but um, I... Um, He's so from, you're definitely mentally mentally prepared for the loss because you don't even see it that way. Oh, no, I mean? definitely. Like I
1: say, you know, go out, go out. I get myself in that mind frame that I'm actually ready to die. Like, I'm just like, I'm going to go out here and just put everyone on the line, put my body on the line. Like, that's what I'm like, when, I, when you go to the Contender Series, they don't want to see a decision. They don't want to see points. They don't want to see you taking them down. So if I go out there and get knocked out, I'll be happy that I put the effort in in the training camp. And I've learned some stuff in the training camp, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not. I'm. This isn't going to happen. I'm going to get my contract. But if I have, if it was to ever not get the contract, I know I did everything in my power to do it. So yeah. like, what's wrong with that? You know, like a lot, a lot of people are like, oh. Um, but what if you lose? But I don't really care. It's like I do care. I do. That's I think that's the wrong. We beat work, people down too much. Yeah, here exactly. A bit. It's like, don't, don't, we? don't
0: lose, don't lose. Yeah. You know, we beat and people down about chasing their dreams. Don't exactly. we? We're trying. And school. See at
1: school now they're giving medals out to yeah. first, second, third, fourth, fifth, yeah. sixth, seventh, eighth. You know what I mean? Like you either win or you lose. Yeah. And if you don't realize that he won and I lost because. But you're getting a medal anyway, what's yeah, the point of that? I, I
0: really don't agree with you, it. it's ridiculous. No, and, it's good, and, and then that doesn't make good sportsmen yeah. either. It's brutal when we f- when we come out of sc- school. Shh. They don't say you for that, oh yeah, give me medals when I come out, man. You're not getting a medal when when you move away from home and you're eating noodles, man. You can't no, pay your bills. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you might not have a family to rely on, man. You're no. getting scalped by a tax man, taking everything off you and just Oof. leaving you in the street.
1: Definitely, oh. man. It, it's it's crazy. It's crazy.
0: And then they, that
1: doesn't teach good sportsmanship either, Definitely because not. like you know, like the winner comes up and shakes your hand because yeah.
0: he's happy, mm-hmm. but the loser, the bigger man, can't shake his hand. Yeah. You know, it takes the importance out of of the sport as well. It takes the it takes the kind of we, we we love winning. Yeah, it's yeah. not all about winning, but some people will say it is. But we love winning and giving it all to win someone is going to win or lose. If you take that away and just say we're all winners. It will take the people. Why do I need to train so hard? We're all yeah. winners. You know what I mean. Why do Why do I need to train so hard? He's going to get a medal to his both in that UFC cage. Yeah, in yeah. the octagon. Why Why do I need to train that hard? I can take the foot off the gas, or we yeah. both going to get the same money for the win. Aye, exactly. Aye. All right, that's, I'll take the foot off the
1: that's, gas. That's a good incentive, you know, to win and to knock out somebody. You do get a bonus. Yeah. So the way that the way the UFC works, they pay to show mm-hmm. to make weight, and then they pay to win. Mm-hmm. So there's you double your money, but then you also get. 50k or 75k depending on which state it is to knock somebody out or we get the performance of the night mm-hmm. if you get the knockout of the night and the performance of the night mm-hmm. your quid's in there, eh? yeah. so we all know who to tap of... money off
0: in the future <laughs> so exactly. we
1: Knockout happy man that's <laughs> it man that's it sterling
0: the beers <laughs> around him <Exactly>. um, <laughs> up the football. <laughs> remember the football, mate oh, what a mate. night that can be by the oh, way. oh that's good isn't it wow um, wow, wow. maybe a good Mary. night that's all I'm going to say wow <laughs> <laughs> um, so you just became a dad so did I mm-hmm. I know the importance of it as everyone watching mums and dads will Um it's another external factor of pressure, of course, on dad. And we get a lot of dads who who unfortunately take their own life because of pressures like this for certain things not falling into place. And there's so much good. And no, there's so much good if you can if you can be calculated in in and like it's made me my wee boy has made me there's two things I want to say. It's made me be a better person every day and strive to be better every day. It's made me be better with money. I wasn't really good with money you know, and I previously had a gambler addiction, where we were talking about I'm wearing the gam top, jumping in now, um, we've got Paul Pettigrew, um, who's just been on today, we've been recording, he does amazing work, so I'm supporting him today, but I had, I wasn't good, now I'm amazing, now I save all the time, just because of him, you know, it's yeah. not just because of him, because I made the decision, because of, because of him, and because I see how important it is. If my anxiety is really, really bad, and I'm feeling pressurised, do you know what I do? I go in, at night time, in his room, and I listen to him sleep. I know that's quite, that might be quite weird, no. but I do, I go in and I listen to him sleeping and I mind it because when, do you know the baby by me, the bed to me thing? Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah, that yeah, thing yeah. right next to the bed and you're always looking in, shitting yourself? Uh, you're still breathing. The, the first <laughs> night you're you hear them going <laughs> like, and yeah. then they go, brilliant, Sigh. man. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you <laughs> up to? You? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I <laughs> uh, don't know do you that. Well, uh, no, you know what I actually done the first night, I don't know if I've ever seen this in a podcast, I actually stayed up the whole night because I was so I had bad anxiety and I wasn't that well at the point mentally anyway, and I had so bad anxiety I stayed up and I watched three films. Um, I remember the whole of it. She was out for the couch. She's obviously knackered. Do you know what I mean? Of course. We both stayed up for a bit, and I was like, "Go to sleep." She's like, "You go to sleep. (laughs) you Go to sleep." (laughs) Yeah, we (laughs) are. She went. She went. She went to sleep, and I'm just watching these films literally every two seconds or every. Ten minutes peeking over, aye, aye. peek over, and I slept during the day. We went up, true story. But there's something about it now, listening to him sleep, that, that that soothes me and just makes me think, wow, S-
1: such a good feeling, man. You know, like, I, I, do you know that like, there's all this stuff going about the internet now, and they talk about, you know, like women should be allowed to be CEOs of companies and blah 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 blah, and they need to strive for more. And and I don't see why it's wrong for a woman just to be want to be a mum. Like they put so much pressure on females and stuff like that to. Oh, you need to get a good job you need to do this it's okay to want to be a mum yeah. and you know I love being a dad mm-hmm. I didn't think I'd love it as much as I did I, I always wanted to have kids and that was a big fear of me not being able to have kids and I'm just so happy that I've had kids now but you know like you say you go into that room and you see them you know they're sleeping they've got their wee arm up and that and, <laughs> you know you hear them breathing through their nose you know, or they're snoring or whatever mm-hmm. it's just such a good soothing feeling because mm-hmm. at the end of the day this wee person's depending on you and they're just sitting there and
0: breathing away not caring the world just waiting for their next bottle Eh? so no i get i get what you mean it's why you say that because it's, it's almost like it's frowned upon to be a mum now isn't to to just be a mum now and stay on people like why like, are you just are you're lazy you know you could do this and, no, it's not like, that I've, I've literally heard or read on the facebook like when you get something like that and it's only you'll see people go you're lazy. You're not going to go out and work like yeah. what the rest of us. It and it's like if she wants to be a mum, she'll be a mum. Same as dad. It actually brings me to a thing that see lockdown taught me that um, I love being there. So dads normally the thing is right. Let's be honest, the relationships between our children are good, but not when you've got to. So the past that's always been right. When you actually think about this, right? We go to work every day. We put them in nursery. Right? They spend more awake time with their nursery. Teachers than they do with us all through their child life. They really do. If you've got two full time working parents, right? And they go to work. We see them from when? Half five or six, if we collect them by then, till eight o'clock when we put them to bed. Do you know what I mean? It's
1: not good, is it?
0: Monday to Friday, when you actually think about this, this is when we see our kids. It's three hours a night. And then on the weekends, if we're not away to football, if the dad, if the mum and dad aren't working overtime, so we have three hours a night and we have a Sunday. You actually think about that; it's actually so weird. And we have to—we develop this relationship with them over years and years and years, of course. But see, when you actually, when you when you think about it, it's not that much time. No, exactly, man. And that—that's what I want to do now. Is
1: like you say, you know, what's made you want to do MMA? You know, now that I've met the my girlfriend and the person I'm going to be with for the rest of my life, is I'm want to provide money. You know, money comes with this fighting, and it mm-hmm. was never my main my main goal, but now money's starting to come to that. Mm-hmm. My main goal would be for my girlfriend not to work and my, my child to have anything she ever wants, mm-hmm. but without being spoiled, you know? If if she says to me, that Dad, I want to ride ponies for the rest of my life, I'll say, right, this is what we're going to have to do. If that's what you want to do, I'm happy to do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to say no, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. people are yeah. like, so like, oh, you, you should have went to school yeah, and you should have got good grades. Yeah. Who who said that? I I can't even spell cat. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm doing all right. Yeah, I yeah, you're doing good. You know, so like, th- there's so much pressure on kids mm-hmm. and females and other people to to go to school, get to college, go and to, males. Yeah, and that's true. And males go go to co- go to college and uh, get good degrees and come back and work and provide for your family and then maybe have a kid. You know, I don't think like, there's no set blueprint. I don't think anymore. Yeah. You know and yeah. These people tend to be like the boxers or the sporting athletes or mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. They do everything backwards, yep. and then they they become famous through it. Mm-hmm. So, like, who? What's right and what's wrong? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything's right or wrong, but you know, there's not one way for one
0: person. Yeah. You know, I think there's right. There's no right or wrong. It's what fits. Exactly. It's what fits no, you I Totally. I. Ask. We're all just two art, two adults. Try to get through life, didn't we? Oh, that's my course. But it's funny you say that because your misses might say in twenty years, "No, wait a minute, Chris, I want to go to work." You've made this money. You stay at home, you know, yeah. because and that's fine because a lot of people don't do that. Is great for you know me because yeah. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's fine, and we, we need to remember this because that's all right. Like what what lockdown made me realize that it is, when I couldn't PT. Um, the missus had been out of her maternity and she was back to work three days a week, right? So I had the kid and I had my my, my young baby boy all day. It was fucking unbelievable. And eh? all my mates aren't close to their children. They like to say they are, but they don't know them that well. They never see them. One of my mates is working all the time. I know my baby inside out, everything, everything he does, everything around him. How they cry, what are they crying for? And that's just good. See, if that wasn't lockdown, I'd be still in the gym Mm -hmm. PTing 14 hours a day. I'm not going to know him anywhere near as good. I'm going to know what she tells me.
1: You go home at six o'clock at night and they're in their bed. It's no good. I'm very fortunate that the MMA has done that for me too. And lockdown too. So, um, you know, it's it's important you get a bond with your your kids. You know, sometimes even people I know, and they'll they'll know when I'm talking about them now, that they said that they didn't really get a bond until, you know, they started getting their wee personality and they started, like, getting up and talking and all that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff because... You know, they're out in the morning, they need yep. to go to work mm-hmm. to provide yep. and then they're not getting this relationship so they didn't really feel the love for their child, mm-hmm. which sounds silly, but they, they obviously did love them, that's silly to say, but, you know, they didn't get the bond. That they, well, you're they absolutely right. Really right, it's true,
0: psychologically, yeah, it is true, yeah. they don't, they can't, you, you, you do, but you feel almost a wee bit isolated back from it all you know ah, and it's you're absolutely right mate and you you remember some some couples will go out both of them will be out working straight away if they've got aspiring careers as well you see actors and stuff like that they'll be out and traveling and away and baby will be with a nanny so it's it's that way where it's very interesting that lockdowns maybe gave us this perspective for a for a four-day week maybe or for like myself when i go back to work now now i actually um I built a big gym in the garden. It's huge, and I, I, I just, I, I structure my days better now, and I don't take as many clients on because I don't need all the money in the world. What I do need is more time with my son. You know, but I can do that. The now, I would say if anyone else can do it, or even maybe, uh, you might have a football team, you might have something else and something else. Maybe take one in the out and just go and spend it with the with it with, with the children. Yeah, you know what I mean? the, to be totally honest, man,
1: like I would never. See back in the day when I'm like focused before I had my my child, I would have been like, "No, nah, MMA first, mm-hmm. MMA 1st mm-hmm. Doesn't ever it all? It changes, <laughs> doesn't like, it? I do as much as I, I, I like MMA. You know, I I, I do want to make time for my family now, and it's a weird, it's a weird feeling, eh? And it like in the past, I probably would have said to myself, you know, that's you're only doing that to get a night off, or you're only doing that because you're tired or whatever, but. You're like, nah, it doesn't feel like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Eh? Or you might think, oh, I'm skiving, but you're not really. You're actually, mm-hmm. you're you're feeling the love, and it's just a good feeling, man. Like you'll not you'll not know it until you have it. nice it's, uh,
0: it's, it's good, man. It's class. good Oh, so, stressful as as <laughs> fuck, like, right? But it's good. It's uh, good. It's class. Well, he's at a good age you now. To be fair, I've not got the madness and over the screaming and all that stuff. Um, but so. We need to kind of flip the coin here before we before we finish. We always ask some any of my guests that come on to talk to us a bit, um, one or two of the worst times of their life, um, and how they came back from it. You yeah. might not have any, but what was that for you?
1: Uh, probably. The worst thing would probably have been my mum and I'd lost a good a good family friend of mine as well um, at the Christmas time right after uh, my mum died. Uh, he died on Christmas Day. Um it was just you no know, it was just that. it wasn't a good year that eh, but you know, I, I say tough times, you know, I think that that would probably probably been like if I was to think off the top of my head be the toughest times. But um you know that that you get tough times the whole way through your life and I think having a tougher time will help push push by that and make you understand, you know, like, it will get better, eh? Like, um, a lot of my friends, a couple of them actually are really struggling with mental health. And mm. they're allowed to. That's just what happens because maybe they don't have some focal points or they're upset and stuff like that. And, um, like, uh, I, I would always try and coax them into to saying, you know, like, if you feel like that, man, it's important that you fucking speak to your pals and get help, and uh, Chris does a thing as well, then Bungie, he does that, yeah, but Chris Chris's house. house, that's good man, you know, like, a couple of my mates and that, you know, they really struggled through lockdown, A eh? and, um, you know, they're having a tough time, and not everybody's tough times need to be as traumatic as each other, I know, I know. you know, like, a lot of my friends have got, like, mental health problems or whatever, and then, you know, like, for one person, like, oh, Fucking hell, that's nothing compared to what I've had, you know. But like people, doesn't mean it's it not affecting like, that person no, as much. No, exactly, you know? mate. Exactly. Aye, but you know that would probably been my toughest time, in my life and stuff like that. Um, you know, like it wasn't. It wasn't a good time, eh? It wasn't. And I had a lot of good people around me to actually talk about that too, which was maybe why I'm so like um, come and go with my friends with with that because I understand that I never hit rock bottom. I never. I never had suicidal thoughts or anything like that, but it was tough. It was it wasn't it good? But um, you know. But then it, it makes you realize what you want to strive for as well. You know, I've got this my girlfriend as well. She's fantastic, man. Like, I wouldn't be to where I am just now if it wasn't for my girlfriend because mm-hmm. she's so supportive, um, and she knows where I'm going and she believes in me and I and everything I tell her she believes. So, um, it's it's that's what I strive for now is like from seeing the rock bottom and coming to that and being with her and a wee baby summer and stuff like that. It's just, that's, that's me, you know? And I always say to my girlfriend, you know, I said it, and she's like, don't say that. That's kind of sick. So I'm, if I passed away tomorrow, I'd be happy with what I've done so far. Mm -hmm. Like definitely, because like, I'm not like live life to the full, you know, I've done what I've needed to do and my time's up. eh? So, I would just say, you know, like, fucking just do what you want to do, man. Like, just don't just coast through life and say, oh, I need to go to work because I need to do this. Like, just enjoy it. You know, it's a big, big life. It's a big journey, you know, and just enjoy it. And I think MMA is good for that because I've travelled the world. I've seen ups and seen downs. I've had injuries, you know, I've come back from them. You know, it's it's a wicked, wicked time, mate.
0: Mate, unbelievable. (laughs) That's Duncan. Um, the problem, the problem, or the problem solver. Uh, maybe I, well maybe, maybe the problem solver. Maybe eh? when you go to UFC, it yeah. should be the problem solver, the calculator. Ah, uh, exactly. Calcu- oh, I'm just <laughs> putting out these names, man. <laughs> brilliant. The calculator. Hey, didn't, 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 didn't say the calculator because
1: then people think I can actually do sums.
0: <laughs> I'm so- <laughs> a big
1: dodo. Um,
0: <laughs> mate honestly, it's been a pleasure tonight. Ah, you know, it's Friday night. You've came after the hit squad. Yep. You know, asked you to come in at half six. You know, you've showed up half six, man, just on a Friday night when you're when you're when you're just about to go into a huge fight. Massive respect for you for that. I think you're f- phenomenal, mate. I think you're amazing. Your mindset's spot on. I'm sure many people are gonna love this podcast, this episode. Good. Good. Um they're gonna take a lot from it, a lot of hope from it, a lot of um problem solving, you know, being more calculated and maybe yeah. a different perspective on how to face your demons guys and face your days, structure your days, go at life. We're all in this mad fight. I do this, for the mindset, it's a platform of hope for people struggling with the pressures of modern day society. We all struggle. We all face these mad, you know, life's a roller coaster. We all face these things that just come out of nowhere. We lose people, but you know, we lose opportunities, we gain opportunities, we make bad decisions, you know, um, maybe we maybe do bad things. We also, there's a lot of positives and there's a lot of good to take. Um, I just want to thank you for coming on for your time, problem. first and foremost. Problem. How can people get you? Is it um, on Instagram, The Problem? That's
1: it. I Yeah, The, the Problem 155. And, uh, you know, like if anybody, you know, it's like, might sound a bit cliche in that, but like if anybody wants a chat, and, but, but a bit of chat back and forth or struggling a wee bit, you know, they can always message me to, man, you know. Mm. Life is about helping people and then helping others too. Eh? So if anybody's needing the hand or want a chat, just
0: gives a wee message, eh? Until he makes it to the UFC, he's probably never going to see they're the message. <laughs> <laughs> then it's the big time. He Aye. wouldn't be able to train if he could get through all them messages, which Aye. is fair. But phenomenal, mate. I want to thank you again Perfect. for coming on. Thanks, guys. Tune in next week. We've got, we've got some phenomenal guests coming on. And, uh, you know, th- 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 to top this podcast, going to take all This has been fantastic. Thank you. Perfect. Cheers, Thanks, mate. mate. Cheers. Cheers. thank you, mate. Cheers. <laughs> Magic.